0: Hello, this is Gary Hutchins with the Sunny Slope Church of Christ in Omaha, Nebraska. This is today's Bible class, a short Bible study, usually around 13 or 14 minutes each day, but it is each day, seven days a week, keeping us in God's word and thereby helping us to stay strong in our faith, to stay close to God and to stay focused in our spiritual lives. Faith comes by hearing the word of God, Romans 10 and verse 17. Share these studies with everybody you can through Facebook friends, text messages, and other technological means, and help somebody in your life grow stronger in their faith, come closer to God, and hopefully, prayerfully get to heaven. Make that commitment and start sharing today. We're going to finish our particular line of thought and study that we've been looking at for the last several days now. We're talking about political correctness, and specifically, can the church, should the church, be politically correct or biblically correct? Should a Christian be politically correct or biblically correct? And what about when the two doctrines, and let me tell you, political correctness is filled with doctrine, the doctrine of those who are pushing that particular that, that particular mindset. Well, what about when the two lines of thinking, the two lines of thought, the two lines of belief contradict one another? Should the church go along with political correctness or biblical correctness? Should the Christian go along with political correctness or biblical correctness? Well, let's make some final quick, quick observations and assertions. When you think about political correctness, and we've talked about how we cannot be politically correct and teach the existence and preach the existence absolutely of the almighty God, because there are many who are atheists within the politically correct movement, and that would offend them. Well, what do we do? Obviously, we teach the existence of God. We cannot take the politically correct pathway in that one. We cannot preach the creation of the world. Why? Because evolutionists many of whom are within the politically correct movement. They don't believe in God having created the heavens and the earth, Genesis chapter uh, 1 and verse 1. So we cannot go in the politically correct direction. and that one, we have to stand firm on God's word. David said, the fool in his heart says, there is no God, Psalm 14 and verse 1. He says, they are corrupt. They have done abominable works. There is none that doeth good. Again, Psalm 14 and verse 1. Well, we cannot stand firm on God and his word and be politically correct at the same time. We cannot preach a sermon on Jesus. Why? Because he is proclaimed as being the only way to God. Jesus said so himself. John 14 and verse 6, and only can we find salvation through him. Acts 14 and verse 12. Well, that's politically incorrect. Everybody ought to be able to believe what they want to believe, the political correct crowd says, so we can't go along with political correctness on that one, can we? We cannot preach Jesus, his virgin birth. Why? Because that offends modernists who do not believe in the miraculous conception of Jesus. What would they think if they heard a sermon on Isaiah seven fourteen that a virgin shall conceive and bear a son and shall call his name Emmanuel? Matthew 1 and verse 23. Well, we've got to stay away from the politically correct line of thinking and reasoning on that one. We can't be politically correct there. We have to be biblically correct. We cannot preach the miracles of Jesus. Well, why? Because miracles prove that Jesus is truly the Son of God, and that offends people who don't believe in Jesus. Hmm. Well, can't go the politically correct direction on that one, can we? We cannot preach the cross. Why? Because some are offended at the mention of a bloody religion, as they would call it. Paul wrote of the offense of the cross in Galatians 5 and verse 11. And yet Jesus dying on that cross as the ultimate sacrifice for our sins, we're told several times in the book of Hebrews alone, let alone through the gospel accounts. Well, we can't go the politically correct direction there, can we? We have to stay biblically correct. We cannot preach the gospel of the burial, the resurrection of Jesus. Why? Because many scoff at the thought of a resurrection from the dead. This is the very heart of New Testament Christianity. According to 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verses 1 through 4, The death, the burial, the resurrection of Jesus is the basic message of the gospel of Christ. Well, politically correct movement, uh, they would, a whole lot of them would not agree with that. They wouldn't follow that. So we have to stay biblically correct and not politically correct. We cannot preach on the church as being the body of Christ and Jesus being its only head And God's word being its only authority, and that it being made up of the true children of God, as He adopted them into His family as they were baptized into Christ for the remission of their sins. Well (laughs) politically correct movement? That's are you crazy? Everybody is the child is a child of God. Everybody is okay. Everybody can go their own way. Well, We have to stand on biblical correctness, not political correctness on that one. We cannot preach on worship. John 4 and verse 24, 1 Corinthians 14 and verse 40, Ephesians 5 and verse 19, Colossians 3 and verse 16. Why? Because it offends those who want worship to be their way instead of God's way. Well, can't go the politically correct direction there, can we? Got to stay biblically correct. We cannot preach on baptism as being the only way through which we can be forgiven of our sins. Well, why? Because there are so many who disagree on its purpose, its mode, its recipients, or even on its necessity. So we have to stay biblically correct and forget about political correctness on that one as well. We cannot preach on obeying the gospel the idea of obedience, unless you're obedient to what the politically correct crowd wants you to believe and follow and live by. Obedience? Absolute obedience to God's word? Now that just flies in the face of their movement, and so we've got to stay biblically correct and can't go the politically correct direction on that one either. We cannot preach on the marriage relationship as being sanctified by God, as being instituted by God, and being between one man and one woman for life, because the politically correct movement wants marriage to be in all sorts of different forms, and whatever you want it to be, and you don't even have to be married, and you're just as sanctified in that relationship, and on and on and on it goes, and that violates God's word. So we can't go the politically correct direction there, we've got to stay biblically correct. We cannot preach on homosexuality, on the fact that we are born as either male or female. God brought the woman to the man. He created them, male and female, man and woman. Genesis chapter 2. Well, we can't go the politically correct direction, can we? Because they want us to believe that you can decide what you want to be yourself. You know, I used to know a family, they had one son who, when he was very young, he wanted to be a dog. How about that? Could we let our children decide they want to be a dog, or a cat, or some other animal? Just make their own decision? Well, obviously the biblically correct position, flies in the face and contradicts the politically correct position. So we can't go politically correct there either, can we? We cannot preach on the woman's role in the home and in the church, 1 Corinthians 14 and verse 34, 1 Timothy 2 and verse 12, because, well, that offends feminists, many of whom are in the politically correct movement. So we have to stay biblically correct on that one too. You see, it goes on and on and on. We keep seeing contradiction after contradiction after contradiction between the politically correct movement and God's biblically correct teaching. We cannot preach on hell dogmatically. Why? Because that's too negative. Nobody believes in that stuff anymore, according to many within the politically correct movement. Too negative. You can't be teaching on that too much. Others believe in universal salvation. Second Thessalonians chapter 1, verses 7 through 9 is very clear that that is not true. John could not say today that what he said at the end of the first century the fearful, the unbelieving, the abominable, the murderer and murderers, whoremongers, sorcerers, idolaters, and all liars shall have their part in the lake which burns with fire and brimstone, which is the second death. Romans 21, verse 8. But that's God's word. That's biblically correct. So we can't go in the politically correct direction on that one either. Preach on heaven? Well, to be politically correct, probably not. Why? because it offends the secular people who believe that we are living the best life right now, and it's foolish to delay gratification for some pie-in-the-sky, by-and-by hope that you can't prove. Well, we can prove heaven, because it's God's Word, and God's Word is provable. In fact, it's been proven over and over and over again through the centuries. But some, like the ancient Sadducees, they do not believe in an afterlife. Even a passage such as John chapter 14, verses 1 through 3, is offensive to some people where Jesus said, let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. In my Father's house are many mansions or rooms. If it were not so, I would have told you. I go to prepare a place for you, and if I go to prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you unto myself, that where I am there you may be also. That is the truth of God's Word and Jesus, our Savior himself, speaking it. So if the politically correct movement disagrees with that at any point, we've got to stay biblically correct. What would the church be left to preach if we just went the politically correct direction? It'd be a whole lot of emptiness, wouldn't there? A whole lot of silence a whole lot of wishy-washiness, dishpan kind of Christianity, about as stable as a pan of dishwater. And there would be nothing that people could hold on to in confidence of their salvation, because it would not be based upon the truth of the Bible, God's Word. Not all citizens are pleased with the changes in culture that we're experiencing right now in our country. In fact, many are turned off by the rapid change our world has made over the past quarter century. They long for traditional values, and they see churches as the last bastions standing against a modern avalanche of social upheaval that is ungodly at its base Imagine their disappointment in visiting a congregation that has silenced its objections to sin, or worse, has capitulated to be a mouthpiece for a movement that at least questions the very existence of God, if not outright denies it, and questions the authority of the Bible, if not outright denies it. So, where do you need to go to have confidence, to feel secure in the direction of your life? You need to go to the Bible. Again, faith comes by hearing the word of God, Romans 10 and verse 17. Political correctness, anywhere it contradicts biblical correctness, it has to be cast aside. We need to stay true to God, and being true to God is going to be true to his word, the Bible. We'd love to help you. We'd love to send you a free Bible study through the through the mail. We'd love to talk with you, pray with you, study with you. You can contact us through our website at churchofchrist.com, churchofchrist.com. Click on the email link, and you can contact us that way, or you can phone us at 402-498-8397, 402-498-8397. Let's pray. Father, help us to recognize the seeds of evil that the devil plants on a continuing basis in the minds of people through whom he tries to lead other people astray. Whenever there is a movement, whenever there is a philosophy that is being promoted by mankind that contradicts you and your word, help us to recognize it instantly and to shun it and to stand firm in teaching against it, Father. Help us to help people see the best way for their life is to live by your teachings the scriptures in your holy Bible. Please forgive us, gracious Father. Help us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.